Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Last Friday night at Addington Raceway, there was a demolition job in race number one. Let's go back and find out what unfolded. It's so easy in Brother Love, 29-8 third quarter. Aroha Kenny opens up. Williamson had a good look over the right shoulder and he's barely moved here aboard the fave. Leads by four, he had another good look. He might not be in any danger here. Aroha Kenny, four, five, six lengths in front. It's so easy, not as bad as a look fighting out second. Then came Izier, but that is very, very easy. Have a look at that. She did it with about seven gears left. If they have that many. Aroha Kenny by six or seven. Yeah, brilliant performance uh, by Aroha Kenny. Dominated uh, outside the leader and actually ran away and hid. Uh, this is a horse that Phil and Bev took to Australia. His uh, immense ability was in a fresh condition and, uh, well, just delivered and delivered in spades. It's trained by Phil Williamson, owned by his wife Bev, driven by his son Brad. It was a Williamson affair, as it will be at Omaru today. Uh, very good morning to you, Philip. Yeah, how are you, Greg? I'm excellent, thank you. How's Let's just set the scene for a start for Omaru. Now, normally this would be the start of the season down there, but as we know, the birth date has changed, but it's the first meeting there for a while. So what can the viewing public and those who want to be on course expect weather-wise there today? <laughs> well, it's not the best day, actually, Greg. It's quite overcast, but um, fine. I'd say, like, cloudy and cloudy but fine, which means it's not that warm because the sun's only getting out occasionally through the clouds. So cool day, but I guess... Uh, uh, getting to the end of winter, it, it's probably, people would say it's a pretty reasonable day. That was a pretty good effort, Philip, because you are a horse trainer, not a uh, weatherman. So thanks for the update uh, there. Let's go back to Friday night and this filly that, well, you thought she'd go good in a fresh condition. Did she go beyond your expectations or have you always thought that come her three-year-old season or the latter part of it anyway, that uh, she would be more than capable of footing it with the best. I know she wasn't up against those on Friday night, but she looked like she'll handle them when she does. Yeah, yeah, we've always liked her, Greg. The, the thing is, um, you know, probably needed to mature a little bit, and that's taken place. And, uh, you know, in, a, in that kind of race you, you, from a nice barrier, uh, she looked she looked hard to beat. I never like to say a horse is a good thing, but... Um, Probably nearly near as close to it as you can get without being, uh, you know, over overconfident because she's very solid trotter and um, speed, manners and stamina. So you sort of got a, a good package, and she's only just um, had a handful of starts. So you know she's kind of she's pretty willing, and uh, yeah, she ended up that had to do it the tough way. It wasn't a pretty watch if you're on at short odds, but. Um, <laughs> The end result was at the end, but, um, you know, she had to work outside them and to sit outside them and run away from them was was pretty good effort. Now, you've been associated with so many good trotters in your time, Phil, and I'm not suggesting at this stage of her career that she's going to get to some of the heights of the one over Kenny's and the, and the like, but where 
does she sit in your mind and what are her major targets in this campaign? Well, she sits right up there as a pretty good filly, that's for sure. Um, capable of racing against likes of Marks One, I mean, or, you know, like she's the yardstick by far and, and was clearly the best at two and, uh, you know, and three. So, um, you know, she's the yardstick and uh, can we get close to her? Well, we definitely get a lot closer to her than we did on the last campaign, I'll, I'll put it that way, because um, we came back from Australia and um, we were probably uh, not at our best. And she raced below, well below her best. So I'd say you'll see a much better horse race in those nicer fillies races coming up than than that. So uh, how much class has she got? She, she's handy. She's definitely going to work her way up through the grades and win win some races. But I wouldn't like to call her a one over Kenny or anything like that because she was exceptional and won a million dollars. So you never want to be going there. But um, yeah, no, she'll put her own hand up, I think, and be be pretty nice. All right, she'll take her place with all, all things being equal in the Trotting Oaks, that horse you were talking about, High Energy's a $3 yeah. favourite for that, and uh, your filly now into $7, splitting those two, Sunny Sister $5, and the same price for Walking on Sunshine for the Baggeries, who's already done a pretty good job. So where do we see her next, Phil? Yeah, well, we'll just uh, give her a little easy time, for the next couple of weeks and maybe look at the Jasmine's Gift. I know that's going to be a really tough race, but it's at our back door. Um, she knows her way around the track well at Omaru here. Um, you know, Nathan's bringing his star filly up, or mare up now. Uh, she's four-year-old, I guess, and uh, only off getting a 10-metre start on her will be very difficult. But, you know, I think it's just a, a, a quite a nice stepping stone race. It's got um, family connections with being the Jasmine's gift, so so we'll have a crack at it. I, you know, I know um, Nate's one has got X Factor, so um, you know it'll probably be too good. But we'll we'll have a race there next, Greg, and then then look to come to Addington perhaps for you know aiming at, at races like like the Phillies race, and and I think there's a hundred grand one there at the end of it too. So yeah, we'll have a look at those. All right. Is she good enough to take on the boys, do you think, Phil? Just just as a final question, is is, is the, the oh, motor's there to be able to do that? Well, she got Down close the to track, the derby winner as a two-year-old, yeah. but, but, you know, that's just... Um, her form line will tell us, you know, like if she if she's winning against, uh, you know, the fillies without racing marks one, or, or just winning in the grade, then we probably wouldn't be scared of them too much. But um, in saying that... Um, you know, she's, she's still only a three-year-old, so we won't be wanting to be too tough on her. But it, her, she'll put her hand up if she's looking like she's up to that. She did Just before her we her get... the other night, to be fair. Oh, she did. Yep, plug's still in and Brad not moving. So, um, yeah, it was a pretty impressive performance. No question about that at all. Just while we're talking about the fillies, uh, the filly you won first up with at Addington, Empire City, the one by Volstead. Where's she? Because she couldn't have gone any better at her first race day start. No, no, a bit of quality there too, Greg. You know, we're, we've got a, I've got a nice team without getting carried away and saying, you know, there's there's a star there, but um, got a really nice team at the moment. Everything we've got is uh, better than than uh, you know uh, a wee bit. Well, I'd say probably but better than average, and she's certainly that as well. And uh, she's back in work. She's back doing fast work, and she'll she'll be ready to race in the very near future. Um, if two-year-old races get off ground, I certainly won't be running her in a faster grade. I mean, uh, 
ideally a filly like her, a one-win trot would be great, but they very seldom card them. They don't seem to, uh, you know, they've got the rating system, so you've just got to go with it. But, I mean, when you get rated after you win your first one, and if you go across and you come out against, you know, 35 to 50s, um, there could be horses in there that have won, you know, eight, eight or ten races, and uh, I wouldn't like that to do that to her. So she'll just wait for two-year-old race to actually get off the ground rather than the other day when we nominated there was no nomination so people are probably a month away yet from or six weeks away from from being ready to get out there and race the two-year-olds and when when that happens she'll be there because she'll be ready she's she's been getting through some nice work um since since the wee break i gave her a wee spell just to freshen her up and it's worked out ideal she's she's a lovely little filly does everything right at home She's a strong filly, and uh, she just needs to improve on where she uh, put the line in the sand to be, um, you know, to be a threat to most of them. I think. All right, you were just talking about the two-year-olds uh, there, and maybe being a month behind. Do you think most of the trainers are starting to get their head around the change of uh, birth date, and how have you found it? Yeah, well, the thing is, you know, if you see a race carded <laughs> and you think, "Oh, I'll go there," and, and you're the only one nominating, it kind of makes you look. You know, like you shouldn't be uh, probably uh, in the same. Well, others are waiting, so um, you know you sort of have to fall back and wait yourself. So, uh, but we could run in a maiden race with some of them and, and maybe uh, take a step there, like she did. It's um, I like them to be well schooled a bit, Greg, because if you go and just wait for the nice race to come around, um, you know, best you be ready. And uh, the lead-in races. Uh, you know they'll they'll be pretty they'll be nothing easy that's for sure. There's a few nice two-year-olds around, and uh, you know I know it's going to be tough, but um, it's exciting going forward having nice horses, and we've got a couple there. And as you say, we all know the programs out there that that you can follow for the young for the for the nicer races, but it's just ordinary two-year-old races. If they could get some of them off the ground, it would be it would be handy in preparation, because um, you know I think you do need a little bit of practice, especially with a two-year-old. Yeah, definitely. Hey, of your older horses, the Row Cup winner, Love in the Port, um, Majestic Man, is he spinning around again? Yeah, yeah, no, they're both both pleasing me. I couldn't be more happy of, with where they're at, but um, of course, uh, they're very good horses, so you'd expect them to be pleasing you, but um, no, they're both pretty forward now to um, to make a resumption. It's just when we go, um, they could race in the next, uh, you know, two or three weeks. I don't think I'll go next week. I think the first one might be next week, but yeah, that might be yep. a wee bit soon. All right, but so that's I'll the Basil Dean. Um, you might yeah, be there for, say, the Ordeal Cup, maybe on the 8th. Yeah, I think that's about the 8th of September. Yep. Yeah, I'd say they'll probably make that. All right. Well, we look forward uh, to seeing them. Right, a couple of chances uh, today, Phil, as we uh, head to your local meeting. First of those does go around in race number three, Kenny's Charms, a breed uh, we often talk about because they've been so successful. What about her today? She is uh, fresh up. Have you been happy with what she's doing? The putters have uh, held her firm at $2.30. I think that was the bookmaker's opening price. Uh, what are your expectations, uh, you and Bev, for her chances today? Uh, I'm expecting her to go really well, Greg. She's She's got a lovely, lovely manners. Uh, perhaps once you've taken the first half a dozen steps, I, I would always say that with a maiden trotter, you know, like uh, that it's, it's she's not in concrete, but she will be in concrete as far as trotting if she gets 
first few steps right because um, yeah, she she's a beautiful trotter, gait wise, um, ability wise. She's got a nice turn of foot, but she will probably need to be driven. Uh, what would I say? A little bit conservative first up because it's a mile and five, 2600, and uh, we feel like. Um, like I wouldn't want to see her doing too much work. She's not the sort of horse that can go and uh, like Aro Kenny and go and give them a mauling. You might say she would. She's more of a driver with a bit of respect, and uh, if she gets a nice run, she would be hard to beat. I think she will come over the top of most of them. But wee bit of a question for the mark for the punters that she'll probably be driven with a sit rather than uh, can just trot to the front and and and. Uh, you know, race better that way. She definitely races better with a sit, so I'd prefer that. So, you know, I'd have that one wee question mark. But if she got a nice trip, she'll be tough to beat. Those boys of yours, is the odd time, Philip, that when you give them advice, they don't listen. Do you reckon Brad would have listened this time? <laughs> uh, well, as I say, once you hand them the reins, Greg, <laughs> uh, mum and dad can't have no further uh, say in, in what goes on, but yeah, no, I just know that she's she's not the strongest horse. So, you know, you'd like to, to think that um for a future that we, we look after her a little bit in the early racing and uh, but she she is a nice wee filly and she'll do a job, but it's just I wouldn't want to see her um trying to run them into the kitty litter, put it that way. All right, moving on from her, a horse that has been doing that and has just had a remarkable season. Jimmy Carter, I know he's been a frustrating horse at times, but geez had a cracking season. He's honing in on sixty thousand for this uh, year already. He was excellent in the winter final there at Addington Raceway where he just completely dominated them. Is there any reason why today? 30 metres is never easy, but he is at home, so uh, any reason to think that he, he won't go pretty close again in race number nine? No, Greg, I think he will. He, he'll be hard to beat. He's, he seems to be in the zone and um, I guess with a horse that can be a wee bit fractious is the only thing, probably not racing for a month or so. Uh, he'd be a little bit, maybe a little bit of a concern the first piece, but because he's off 30 with a couple, I think he should be fine. And um, he, as I say, he'll he'll be tough to beat because he, he does like it here at Omaru. No travelling, which sometimes can be a little bit of a thing with him. He gets a little bit nervous. So I'd say, I'd say he'd, he'd definitely be tough to beat. All right. Couple of chances today to you and Bev, uh, the entire Williamson clan. All the very best. Uh, looking forward to Hannon Day, which is not that far away now, uh, uh, Phil, on Sunday the seventeenth of September. And when you look through the races on the card, you, you mentioned the Jasmine's Gift and the clash with Hidden Talent with maybe your filly. Uh, you've got the Diamond Creek Farm Juvenile Stakes there. There's an Everly R Heat, and obviously there's the Group 3 Hannon as well. So uh, that'll be a big day for the locals there. We wish you well today and appreciate you coming on Trot's Talk. Yeah, thanks very much, Greg, and all the best to the, to the punters. Hope they have a good day. Cheers. All right. Hopefully they will too. And if they follow those uh, famous colours of Philip Williamson, who's done a remarkable job uh, over the last 30-odd years, you think about some of our very best trotters and uh, or trotting trainers, and you think of him, you think of Paul Nairn, um, and the likes of uh, Tony Hurley in the north and in recent times with his stars and yep they're just they're just great people and great horse people and today when he says he's got two winning chances uh, he was a little bit conservative if you like around Kenny's charm but you'd imagine if she got the right sort of run that she would be winning and he's 
ultra confident there with Jimmy Carter, who's now into two dollars and fifty cents. Seven hundred and forty-one wins. That's how many uh, wins Phil Williamson has had. Seven hundred and forty-one. A remarkable uh, career, uh, given he only kicked things off with his first trotting winner in 1993. So he's done that in less, all around about 30 years, probably 30 years almost to the day.